previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. We were going to try to set something up. I couldn't even remember if you were actually going to get to go this year. It all just kind of snuck up on us, as they say. Mm -hmm. So I am in the middle of rehearsal and my phone rings. Caller ID, all it says is Augusta, Georgia. (laughs) That's all it says. So I look and the producer looked at me. She's like, is everything okay? Is everything okay? And I went, I have to take this. And I left the room. Full on left the room. So professional. Well, it was a rehearsal. It wasn't like we were in the middle of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Littles. Roxy. Chuck. Fun-filled day. This is actually a really good one. You know, we're, we're starting to have this theme. This is kind of cool that we have these five mediocre minute things where we can start bringing some guests back. Yeah. I mean, we could have done that anyway and called mm-hmm. it whatever we wanted, but it's becoming a lot of fun. Yeah. That's all I could say. Oh, so, yeah. Littles, you're not going to want to miss this. Okay. So we're doing five mediocre minutes. We're ending the podcast again with that today. After our amazing Meet the Littles guest, you're just going to not want to miss it. So make sure you come back for that. And the only thing I will tease it with is there might be a song slash jingle attached to it. Get so ready. Make sure you come back. Get ready. Let's get to the business at hand, Roxy. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a, it's a sad week for all the littles, essentially. And we lost a very close friend. I, I've never met the person, but yeah. last week we lost Wendy Rieger. And Roxy, I know you have no idea who that is. And that's okay. I don't. You don't. She didn't. She's a tiny. Why would she? But this is why I love my wife. This is why I love Roxy for doing this podcast with me. She literally sat down with me and listened to the TK show on Monday because she knew it was so important to me. Uh, again, I, I'm going to shout out to Bill LaHecka and Nigel and all the whoever was involved, Sean, for putting that tribute to uh, Wendy on the TK show. Sorry, I'm getting a little choked up myself. I, I should have taken Tony's advice and said, I'm just not going to say much because you'll start to cry. I can't even imagine what it's like for him to lose a friend like that. But this is like the first for me near and dear to the to the show, the mm-hmm. big show. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been rough. You know, it, it blows my mind and it just goes to the whole connective tissue of this podcast and the fact that I never met Wendy. Unfortunately, I never met her, but she just made me laugh. (laughs) And every time she'd come on the show, and I even said she's been about once a year, Mm -hmm. you know, going back. And it was She had a lot of spunk. A lot of spunk. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I wish, I I knew we had started this podcast too late, but she was definitely high up there on someone I would have loved to. Once we, you know, started getting some bigs on the show, I was like, oh, I wish we could get Wendy on the show. That would be so amazing. And obviously that was just not possible. But I, I don't even really know much what to say. I mean, she just made me laugh so much. And you could tell how much, re-listening to those tributes, how much Tony enjoyed her company. Yeah, yeah. And how uncomfortable she made him. I think she, I, like I said, I only heard a little bit from that episode. But her spunk and her, I don't know, she just, you could tell she really loved what she did. She loved her relationship with Tony and Tony for her as well and you know I don't know just the stories that I heard from that episode alone just made me feel like she was a really really cool person great human and I mean come on she started kicking a windshield oh yeah that's pretty badass I had to kind of fill her in but it was also fun and this is something we're going to get back into we promise getting our third wheels back in here because you know, some of those clips were from the days when they had Chris Eliza yeah. and DA and just people like that in studio. And it was just so much fun to hear those, mm-hmm. you know, to see the one was from Chatter. It was right, live. Right. You know, she was at the restaurant and with those guys. you could hear guys. the people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just great. So we're going to try to do that because that's kind of what we wanted to mirror this podcast around. And, you know, schedules just sometimes don't help that. But we're going to try because it's, it's a lot of fun. But RIP Wendy Rieger. It was just um, thank you for the memories. That's all I can say. I, I wish I could have met you. I really do. Roxy, let's get to the emails. Okay. Shall we? Let's, okay. Uh, we're going to open, though, with some corrections and... Uh-oh. I know. They always come. <laughs> well, this one's kind of fun. David Patton writes in and he says, quote, this is a question we always ask, usually. <laughs> Those words probably did come out of my mouth. He goes, do you always ask it or usually ask it? <laughs> All right, David. I know. You know, I've You're been on with, the list, David. I've been with Chuck for so long that I just kind of glaze over. Let me dissect that. This is a question that usually <laughs> that we always ask, usually. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Do you always ask it or do you usually ask it? Yeah. And then we heard from Rup Sharma, right? Yes. He's still he's still uh He's yeah. still kicking it over there with his corrections. He says, Chuck, 
It is pronounced with the first O making a U sound. So Covington, Kentucky. Didn't I say that? I, I don't Did know. Did I say what Covington? I don't Probably. Remember. I'll have to go check the tape. That's the only thing I could think of. That Actually, it would I'm be. not. I just like to hear from Roop. So I don't listen let to this once we hit, once we post it. I. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I, so I don't remember. So, yeah, I'll just say I said it. I don't remember it. But and then, uh, yeah, he's still not on the tiger stuff. <laughs> he's over tiger. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So we have a lot of airport stuff to get into, obviously, again. But I just wanted to let the littles know that I did some of my own homework. And I swear, I totally did like a quick Google search on the airport when it was opened and everything. And it was uh, November 6th, 2019, the new world-class terminal at Louis Armstrong New Orleans International Airport officially opened to the public. The three-letter word identifier for Louis Armstrong New Orleans International Airport is MSY. It stands for, I'm never going to get this right, Roxy. Uh, it looks like moistened stockyards. Okay, you can't say moist on the podcast. I That's didn't say moist. Say. I said moistened. Well, it was close. Moist, m- moistened. Moistened stockyards. <laughs> well, moistened. luckily, we heard from Don Hammock. He came... <laughs> can't say moist on this podcast. It's going to upset not. people. It's an extra syllable. I'm just going to keep saying it, though, because, yeah. Moistent. Anyway. No, uh, he did it again. Moistent. 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 <laughs> right, we heard from Don Hammock. <laughs> he actually had a really good email. He has the whole history. The three-letter airport code for what is now called Louis Armstrong New Orleans International Airport derives from the airport's original name, Moistent Field. It was named after a French pilot who died in a crash in agricultural land while taking part in a competition for the longest flight of the year. MSY stands for Moissant Stockyards. The city's original airport, Lakefront Airport, kept the code NEW, N-E-W. It was landlocked and unable to expand as airports got bigger. He then goes on, he says, I have a long story about being at work in New Orleans East when a passenger jet completed the first successful dead stick landing without an airstrip. That plane was repaired, stripped down, and flown to Lakefront. That was a day. Okay, one, that sounds impossible. <laughs> and two, maybe it's Moissant. I don't know. If it's French, if it's named after a French dude. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. French I don't pilot. I don't know French very yeah. well. So maybe it's moissant versus oh, moistened. I like moist, <laughs> personally. I like moist. No, moist, there's no extra moist tea. Moistened stockyards. There's one tea. That's moissant. Like. All right. Uh, <laughs> Don Hammock, maybe get back. Was it? Is it French? And then we heard some people. Canada apparently has some problems with airport codes. Someone, I, someone tweeted us. There are a ton of airport codes that don't match up with the cities they serve. Don't get me started on Canada. Toronto is YYZ, and Montreal is YUL. Now, one of the reasons I love doing this podcast, Roxy, is because the chatter it creates on Twitter and stuff like that. To see the people going back and forth, because Eric Barnes jumped right in on this whole Canadian thing, of course, as far as the codes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. But yeah. So next we heard from Ed Butt, I believe. Yeah, he says, I'm behind. Sorry, I had to throw it in. He literally put it in the email, right, Roxy? Rimshot? Yeah. Rimshot. <laughs> he literally put it in the email. So I'm probably way too late for the conversation, but CVG. Never too late. No. Never too late, Ed. CVG is probably for Covington, which is now a major suburb of Cincinnati. Now, did you say that properly? Covington. Okay. All right. Go on. Just want to make sure. Yeah. All right. More on that later. (laughs) Chicago's airport was midway until jet airliners were introduced in the late 50s, and they couldn't land there. It was landlocked. So Chicago took over the rural Orchard Airport and expanded it into O'Hare. But... For navigational identification purposes, I like that navigational identification. For those purposes, it remained ORD and still is today. Note, when Orchard was expanded into O'Hare, it was surrounded by farmland. All of that sprawl you see when flying in now has popped up afterwards. Many cities have suburbs in other states. Have you heard of the tri-state area? One of New York's major airports is in New Jersey. Someone else will have to tell you why Newark is EWR. And JFK, while still in New York State, is even further away. It just occurred to me that Midway is probably so named because it is on 55th Street, which a few miles east was expanded into the Midway of the 1893 World's Fair. Ah, maybe. Wow, that's a lot of content. But good info. Yeah. Yeah, the airport code stuff just Baffles blows me. my mind. There is a new, I think it might have been, I don't remember. I don't want to give wrong credit. But someone posted on our Twitter page the new Wordle. Is that what that thing's called? Hurdle? 
No. No, no. There's an airport one now. Oh. Oh, you haven't seen that? No. Oh. I forgot to share that with Roxy. Yeah, there's an airport code one where you have to guess the airport codes, and it's the same idea of Wordle. But just three yeah. letters? But you have to know your airport codes. Cause, Shoot. I mean, just cause That's hard. Oh, okay. I thought you were sitting here like, oh, this is easy. It's oh, only three no. letters, blah, blah, blah. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, I didn't get it the first time. Uh, I had two out of the three, but I couldn't figure out the last yeah, one. Yeah, that's it's, really it, tricky. Because you have six tries right. like the other one. So, right. Anyway, the other thing, we got, I got some uh, iPhone knowledge oh. dropped on me okay chris davenport wrote and he said all right chuck usually when you go into your photo roll to watch a video it's on mute pull up the recording and look at the bottom of the screen if there is a slash through the speaker it is on mute duh of course tap it and you will get the audio now we tried this i'm still not sure about that i get what he's saying yes that happens all the time but and it's true but i don't know about for your purposes for my if i was on a phone call maybe if i had it on speakerphone it would have worked but i'm wondering if it would record your or no maybe it, it would definitely would have recorded theirs. mine i think it's the person on the other side that yeah. it might not record or the other way around cuz i think it's whatever's happening within the phone not what's maybe. happening outside the phone so you might record her voice but, but not, not mine. yours i don't know anyway i don't know we'll have to try it then we heard from Sully from boston what now, Sully? Oh, well, not it's no, not, yeah, no, no, not no, yet. Maybe, maybe. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's been kind of nice recently. Yeah, he has been. When I was in college in the Berkshires, all in capitals, Roxy, <laughs> the Berkshires, something we definitely talked about on my episode. We went to Crossgates for the big movie releases. Matrix 2, 3, Star Wars 2, 3 are some examples. Now, Crossgates is the mall we were talking about with our yeah. most recent Meet the Littles guest. And he said, my buddy Skippy and I would always eat at the Hooters. He wasn't a drinker, so he ordered milk oh, all the gosh. time, wherever we were. Oh, no. The Hooters waitresses had to go into the walk-in oh, to no. get the milk themselves. He claims he didn't know that to start, but even once they told us, he kept ordering it. I tipped over 20%, so I feel like everyone won. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Oh, so man. I was like, That's yeah. such a Michael Scott I don't know. I think Skippy, Skippy was smarter than we all give him credit for. I it's don't I'm know about that. all I'm going to say about that. All right, and then, Roxy, we're going to end with this because this is adorable, and we haven't heard from her in a long time. So this is from Debbie Mittman, Oh, right? hi, Debbie. Yeah. yeah. When you asked me during my interview about my hidden talent, all I could come up with was being a dancer as a child at the New York World's Fair, as you may recall. Little did I know that my knowledge of airport codes and their origin stories would be a hidden talent. I was nodding along with your April 14th episode and yelling the right answers into my AirPods. I love to travel and have a skill for remembering useless or apparently not so useless trivia. So that segment was right up my alley. P.S. Not surprisingly, I'm pretty darn good at state capitals, too. Big <laughs> smiley face. <laughs> All right. So, Debbie, you have to get on this. Yeah. I don't I forget what it's called. It's not Wordle, obviously. It's the, the Wordle type game for airport codes. Yeah. So you'd probably is, be really good at that. This is definitely right up your alley. Uh -huh. So make sure you get on that. All right, Roxy, time to get out of here. It is now time for a great Meet the Littles guest who, yep. um, shall we say, might even have some questions for us. Ah, yeah. yeah. All <laughs> right. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC podcast network. Keep listening. It's really funny. episode by John Michael Hersey and this song is called You Are With Me. Now if you like what you hear you can find almost all of John's stuff over on YouTube. Just search John Michael Hersey that's H-E-R-S-E-Y. You can also reach him at his email address which is jmhersey at gmail.com and as always we'll play the full song You Are With Me at the end of the podcast. Uh, with 
all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. All right, Roxy, you ready for a good one? I'm ready. That was a surprise. <laughs> I know. Right? That's a first. <laughs> yeah. Please welcome to the podcast, Paul Alexander. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? We're good. good. Now, I'm just going to read your form. <laughs> he filled out the form. I did. We said, is there any question or topic you would like to be asked about? And it said anything that will make Chuck cry, but not nice. Roxy. Aww. So how sure. kind. We're off to a great start here, Paul. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just kidding. Paul, well, take yeah. a second. Introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. Good. Um, my name is Paul Alexander. I'm originally from San Francisco, California. Born there, raised there until I was about 11. My family, we moved to Spain for a little while. And then we came back to the States, to Sacramento. I currently live in Houston with my wife and my three-legged dog, Lucky. I'm an epidemiologist. And right now I currently work on COVID-19 outbreaks. Oh, okay. Now, where did you go to school and all that stuff? So I got my undergrad at um, UC Berkeley, and I got my master's at University of Texas Health Science Center here in Houston, School of Public Health, Yeah, where I majored in biostatistics, but I do epidemiological work. Whoa. Okay, we're in trouble. We got got to get into this. We're screwed here. (laughs) All right, we got a smarty here. It sounds more impressive than it is. (laughs) That's what they all say, you know? Okay, so I'm trying to think where else. I heard Sacramento in there. Where did you grow up again? In San Francisco. In San Francisco, that's right. Okay. So yeah. out of these out of all these places, what's your favorite? Probably San Francisco. Oh, actually, no, Berkeley's probably been my favorite place where I've lived. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. And you're in Houston now? I'm in Houston now, yeah. I've been here for about ten years or so. Ah, gotcha. How long were you in Spain? About a year. Oh, okay. our, my family owns a home there now. I was there for seventh grade, pretty much. Gotcha. And then came oh. back. That okay. is so cool though. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a good yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of a good well, time. I mean, it's not like it's high school. It's not like you're being oh, I taken see what you're out saying. from your friends. I see what you're saying. But you're, okay. but you're yeah. old enough to kind of experience it, I yeah. guess is how I'll say it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It was great. We lived in a beach town. Like, we lived literally across the street from the beach. Like, wow. if I crossed the street, I'd be, like, right on the beach. And so I spent the summer there working at a windsurfing place. So I spent the entire summer on the beach doing windsurfing and boating, that kind of thing. Wow. And, um yeah, and actually it was great living there. It was a lot of fun. And when you came back from Spain, that's when you were in Sacramento? Yeah, while we were there, we moved directly to Sacramento. And was that because of a parent's job or something? Or Yeah, my dad bought like an apartment complex out there and moved us out there. Gotcha. Oh. So that's how we ended up there. I've actually that's spent so cool. quite a few New Year's in Sacramento, believe yeah. it or not, how odd as that is. And oh. I just remembered how close that is oh, to San Francisco. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, Sacramento. Yeah. All right. So now all these places you lived, are you a current fan or what? where's your fandom lie? So 49ers fan, San Francisco Giants for baseball. I'm a Sacramento Kings fan for basketball, but I do like the Golden State Warriors, especially because when I was an undergrad, all I got was Warriors games on TV. And this is before they got good. Right. So, and so I watched a lot of Warriors back then. And so and I support the San Jose Sharks. I'm not a big hockey guy. But I do, you know, support them. I've been to a Sharks game. And going to a hockey game is probably the best live sporting event I've ever been to. Yeah. Here we go again, Roxy. <laughs> yeah. We, we've never been. It, we've never been. But we've got to get been. to one. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm, I remember making a, like, a disparaging remark about hockey to my aunt, who is a, she's a big San Jose Sharks fan. And so she was like, okay, I'm going to show you. So she got us, like, some tickets. We were right behind the opposing, it was the Detroit Red Wings they were playing. We were right behind the penalty box. Everybody was going crazy. It was like a seven to four game. It, the Sharks lost, but it was still really exciting. Okay. Now, yeah, I'd like to go back for a second because I, you uh-huh. kind of dropped this in there and I noticed, and it only because we've gotten some past emails about this, about my okay. craziness with it. You specifically said, I'm a 49ers fan. And then you said, uh-huh. and then I'm a San Francisco Giants fan. Now, did you say yeah. that specifically because the 49ers don't play in San Francisco? Or <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> I mean, no. You were very specific. Yeah, no, because I didn't want to confuse it with like the New York or as you would call them, New Jersey Giants. Right. I just specifically for baseball, <laughs> it's the San Francisco Giants. There's only one 49ers team out right. there. Right. So, Absolutely. Um, and where yeah, where are they now? They're like in what city? Santa Clara. Santa Clara. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's right. yeah. It's so interesting. The Santa Clara 49ers. Yeah. I mean, that works. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. It's got a nice well, ring to it. Well, technically, I guess the air. Do you have that problem with airports too? Oh, yeah. Oh, we, we just recently talked about the Cincinnati. Right. Cincinnati. Oh, that's actually right. that's Kentucky. Right. I, do, I do remember. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So the, the San Francisco airport, I think, is technically in South San Francisco, which is a, another city. 
Oh. With a similar name. See, I didn't right. know that. Oh. I would have gave them some shit too. I didn't realize. Or it might, or <laughs> it might be, or it might be San Bruno. I can't. I don't remember exactly, but it's not in San Francisco proper. Okay, but you know what I will say. What's more annoying is the distance. Even though it's still in Pennsylvania, the Pittsburgh airport from downtown Pittsburgh no. and the Denver from downtown Denver. Those airports are like forty minutes outside of the city. I don't think you would feel as strongly about Denver's airport if it weren't for your proposal story. Well, to that's me. true. That's true. There, there's... So he was trying to catch a red eye to come to New York to propose uh, to me. And of course, uh, he was in Denver and it took a while took to forever. get to the gotcha. airport. And of course, he got stuck behind the Cleveland Browns. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was the Cleveland the Browns? Browns. It sure. wasn't the Bears. No, it was I the Browns. It the Bears. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, because so, they were playing in Denver that night yeah, on a Saturday on night. On a Saturday. <laughs> this is in December, of course, when college football's over and NFL does Saturday night games. And, of course, the yeah. one city I happened to be in. Trying was, to get to right, the airport. Yeah. <laughs> so traffic was crazy, yeah. and it was just a nightmare. But, but anyway, you made it. Happy ending. Happy That's ending. So since football is your favorite sport, <laughs> because I was clearly listening when you said that, I didn't hear any Texas stuff. Now, how long have you been in Texas? You said 10 years? About 10 years, okay. yeah. So you don't have any fandom down there? You don't root for any of the local teams? None of them. Good for you, sir. I have like, yeah, I have no no interest in, well, I already have a football team. I have a basketball team. Right. Right. I remember, I can't remember who it was that said that their teams evolved. They got older and changed. Mm-hmm. They said, why would the same things I liked as a kid be the same ones I like as an adult? Right. And yeah. I, think then, I, can't, I can't remember who that was. I believe that was Chewy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. My taste have stayed the same. So. Yeah. Yeah, because he compared yeah. it to movies. He compared it to like yeah. your favorite movie when you're 18 is not going to be your favorite movie yeah. when you're 25 or even 40. Yeah. Well, yeah. it might be. I mean, it might be, but <laughs> odds are it's not going to sure. be. Your, things change yeah. as right. you grow up right. for whatever reason. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything against the teams. It just doesn't move the needle, if you will. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. are you more inclined to go see a live game when, say... 49ers are in town? Or? Yeah, if one of your teams are in town, or would you go to a game just Regardless. because, or... Yeah, so when the Giants have come and played out here a couple of times, and this was when the Giants were winning the World Series every other year. Yeah. And and the Astros were not good back then, but it was go- it was like going to a Giants home game. Yeah. Like I think everyone, because Houston's such a big city, there's a lot of Bay Area transplants here. So I think, you know, just everyone came and took that opportunity. Oh, that's so interesting. uh, Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was like people were screaming in the stands, let's go, Giants. It was pretty crazy. (laughs) Nice. That's interesting. And that's, well, actually, yeah, right. Because that's when Houston was in the National League, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now, real quick, because this, I'm going to find this very interesting. How did you become a little? Where did you start listening to Tony and all that kind of stuff? So I think probably around somewhere around 2004, before I went to Berkeley, I was in community college and one of my best friends lived like five minutes away. So what I would do is I would go to his house right before class and go get something to eat and started watching PTI. And I thought the show was great because if there was like, like a hockey section or golf or something, I'm like, oh, they're going to talk about this for, you know, X amount of time. I have enough time to, you know, run to the kitchen or... You see or the whatever clock. and so yeah i see the clock and then around that same time i think tony was watching he was big into american idol yes and so he would make and at the end of the show he would make these remarks about american idol i, I thought it was so funny so i got hooked onto pti watching that way and then and then he would mention to michael wilbon oh i had so-and-so on my radio show and i was like oh it's a radio show and after i graduated from berkeley i, I moved down to nicaragua and I had nothing to do. And I was like, oh, let me try to find this radio show. It's got to be on the internet. So that's how I found the show. And Wait, so, so you were also in Nicaragua? Yeah. So I worked while I was at Cal. I did. Um, Here it comes, I Roxy. Was working, <laughs> I was working for a lab um, that worked on the dengue virus. And so a professor who ran it also had an NGO down in Managua, Nicaragua. So after I graduated, I sort of did like an internship down there. Whoa. I was there for probably about eight months or so working in a pediatric clinic helping out with this study. Okay. Way to bury the lead. So we'll, 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 we'll say that's about okay. three foot under. <laughs> we won't say he buried no. it completely, but yeah. I mean, you did no. conveniently leave that off when you were telling us all these seven other locations you were in your entire life, but wow. wow. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Well, I also lived in Ecuador for two years. Um, <laughs> Here comes Roxy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if it's a fun fact, but it's a fact, but I've been probably to over 50 countries or so, but I'm deathly afraid of flying. Okay. So, we're all traveler here. Here's, here's the thing. Paul, for the future, that's <laughs> yes. something you would put on the form. 
<laughs> been to over 50 countries but afraid to fly just that's okay, all you yeah, needed sorry. that was it that's the yeah, sentence yeah that's what i should have put yeah okay but you know what listening to the other littles they've probably been littles who've been to twice as many countries as i have so i don't think it's that probably as impressive really? here's the thing though Does everyone it. downplays the yeah. things that they do and the things that they've done and it's just not okay. true i like, mean i've traveled my whole life i've not been close to that so many interesting countries. yeah i mean i've been all over the united states obviously and i've been yeah. out of the country but not nearly to 50 right. different countries well and also too like yeah. We always say this. Every little has a story. Even if there are other littles out there that have traveled as much as you have, like each one of you has a unique story about why they traveled, where they traveled, how they traveled and things like that. So that's what makes it interesting to us. So littles, if you're listening. We want to know who's been to 51. (laughs) Who can top Paul? We know you're counting. Who's been to 51 countries? Email us in WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. So now this could be how your calling came to Tony. Now, what do you mean by you you have a fear of flying? Like, is it as bad as Tony's? Like, what do you do? Actually, the past few years, I've like stopped flying completely. Yeah. So, well, um, that I yeah. 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 No, it's like a real, it's a real fear. And so, but you got through it. You would do it though, right? Obviously. Yeah. I would do it if I had to. Like going to Nicaragua, when I asked if I could go, if the professor would have said no, I'd have been like, oh, okay, that works. Right, right. <laughs> right. You're like, okay, no, no problem. And I, I don't mean to, and I don't mean to make light of it. I, I don't mean that. No, no, you're fine. No, no, you're fine. It's utterly, my friends cannot understand because, you know, I've been to New Zealand a couple of times yeah. and those are 12 hour flights. That's like where I'm going. Minutes. Do you have any advice? Like, what do you do? Like, how do you get through it? Um, you just, I don't know. Do you try to just go to go sleep? Through, do you, you read know? a book? What do you do? No, no, I, I can't really sleep on a flight, which is part of the problem. Hmm. Um, I've tried taking pills for it, but so the pills take away like my physical reaction of mm-hmm. f- fear, but I still think about crashing all the time. Right. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And Don't so, watch and now, Manifest. Course, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually on our list to watch. Oh, it's actually really good. It's show. actually really, it's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some scenes where if you're not a good I, I was on a flight recently where I fell asleep and I dreamt that I was on Manifest. So then I yeah. woke up, I'm like, mm, maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you guys watched? Ted Lasso yet? No, not, not yet. yet. Sorry, Bob. You guys Bob. have to watch it. You guys have to watch that show. It's so good. Okay, I'm going to tell a personal story. Okay. Real quick. All right, let's, I know it's your interview, and then we're going to take a break, and then we'll get back to you. I no, promise. no, you're fine. We're no, fine. I feel I'm, I'm apologizing officially to Bob Sproul on the air right now. Because you know oh, those, gotcha. I don't know if you know, he does those uh, competitions. The Grandstander. The Grandstander. The Small Monetary small Value Small Monetary pools. Value Pool. No. Okay. So he occasionally does, and they're great. He just did one for the NCAA tournament. He, he does them mm-hmm. for all the big stuff, and he usually does a lot of the golf ones. Anyway, I won one of those, okay? Uh-huh. And the prize, he sent us a nice, really, prize. He sent us a gift card to Apple. So we could oh. watch Ted Lasso. Because we don't subscribe uh, to Apple. Because we don't subscribe Apple. to Apple on TV, yeah. so we don't get it. So, so it was what, like just enough to get us through to watch Ted Lasso. The first Lasso. season, right, to watch the first season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we still haven't done it. We I still know. have the gift card. We just yes. still haven't used it. Yeah. So oh. I, I feel bad. So we have to do that. Okay. Soon. Maybe you as get, soon as the summer hits, we'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Because there's not yeah. going to be much more on TV. Right. So I wrote down a little list of things to, like, questions I have for you guys. Oh. And I, Ted, Lasso, Ted Lasso was on one of those. Yeah. Okay. So can we tease that? Is that okay? Sure. Okay. All right. So we'll come back and we'll hear these questions. Maybe he's got some good questions for us. Yeah. If not. All right. All you loyal listeners, we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is Lee Gordon, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we are here with Paul Alexander. Having a good time. Now, Littles, we just took the ultimate taking a break to the next level, I think. Yeah. Because we took a break. We were chatting off air for like almost 20 minutes, half hour, something like that. So we're back now and we teased it a little bit. Now, you said you might have some questions for us. Yes. Okay. So is living in New York really as exciting as people say? Because the way I think about it is like, let's say you go shopping for things for dinner. You walk up three flights of stairs to your apartment. You go in and you realize you forgot the onions. Now you got to walk all the way back down. You, you know, there's a lot of walking involved if you forget one thing. And then it's really hot in the summer uh-huh. and it snows like crazy in the winter. Is it as good as everyone says? Well, thanks for painting that picture, first of all. <laughs> all of that is accurate. That happens. We are lucky enough. We moved on up a we little do, bit. We, we do we have, do an, have elevator, an elevator, but so that's good. we yeah. try not to use it. Yeah. 
But obviously there are times where I'm like, no, I need the elevator. Well, when you have like four or five bags, yeah. You're gonna yeah. So it is not a glamorous life. I'll start there. It's not glamorous mm-hmm. at all. I do have to say there are days where you feel so good being a New Yorker and then days when the city beats you to a pulp. So you kind of have your ups and downs and you just kind of have to ride the waves and it's not glamorous, but it's kind of what we do. What's I do. We? I'm going to answer for I myself. Do lo- here, so. I do <laughs> personally love being able to walk everywhere and to rely on my own two feet. I do like that. Okay. I yeah. hate it. I yeah. hate everything about New York. <laughs> I've always hated New York, but it's where it's our where work job is. is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just like everyone else. Even people are like, oh, you work on Broadway and all that stuff. And you know, it's like, but you know what? It's the same thing. Yeah. You know, it, it, don't get me wrong. It's glamorous. We love it. We love it. Oh, it's not glamorous. Well, well, it is too sometimes, <laughs> but I mean, but it's just like everything else. You have your good days. You have yeah. your bad days. You know what I mean? Like on a tech day, like you're working like eight, 10 hours, you yeah, know, straight. You don't see daylight at yeah. all. I mean, mm-hmm. those are the days you come home and you're like, why am I doing this? Yep. But then, you know, it, it's, it varies, but you've only been here for like a couple of days. You painted that picture very well. That was right. very good. It is so annoying when you forget one thing at the grocery yep. store. But I guess at least we have the opportunity. Now, our grocery store, full disclosure, is probably like two and a half blocks away, the one we normally go to. Yeah, we actually, our apartment is right in the middle, like right in between. Like it's the halfway point between one grocery store on one end and the other grocery yeah. store on the other end. So, so it's, it's not, fair. It's like close enough where it's fine. But, but not close enough where we would, if we forgot an onion, we're not going back out. Right. Unless it was like absolutely necessary. Necessary. But right. if it's just like That's an it. added little something, we, mm-hmm. would, we wouldn't do it. Right. But okay. it does make it tricky. I do long for someday being able to have a car somewhere else in the world where you could just hop from store to store and not have to worry about, okay, I need to plan how much I'm buying because I only have two hands. Right. Or you carry bring a cart. Or, or you bring a cart that yeah. you think is great, but it may not be big enough for certain items. And yeah. it's this whole thing. So... <laughs> How was that? Did that answer your question at all? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, it did. <laughs> all right, what do you got? So, so you know the Berserker League? Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Okay, Chuck, is funny because when you talk about the Berserker League, you make it sound like you're surprised that it's so crazy. <laughs> but it's like in the name. Right. So I'm like, do you realize it's called the Berserker League? Okay, but <laughs> all right, so full, all right, I'm about to announce. I think we can disclose this now i don't even remember what we were called but chuck and roxy were in the secret society or whatever that was called what was that called <laughs> i don't know we we were asked to be on this there's a, a thing where sometimes they need people to vote on stuff mm-hmm. uh-huh. and we were in that group i won't divulge who else was in the group just in case i, I hope i know. hope i don't think rob and those guys and jason and that's it uh, that's all we need to say yeah i don't think they'll be upset that we because we weren't supposed to tell anyone during the season, which was a lot of funny when I'm going back and forth with Sully, who's in the Berserker mm-hmm. League. And I'm like, uh-huh. It just blows my mind the amount of time that goes into it. Right. One time Sully sent us a video. He goes, but I can't show you the other ones because they're not allowed to share the information because mm-hmm. some people, they just didn't want it shared. Okay. Right. And yeah. I'm sitting here laughing because we've already seen all of them <laughs> and voted. But I'm like, sure, Sully, send me your video. I'd love to see it, you know, kind of thing or whatever, you know, whoever. But man, I wish they could publish those like on Twitter or something because Mm. these videos that go in and then there's WWE week and there's... Yeah, I mean, it makes sense why it would be so berserk because of the name, but there are definitely like it just it blows my mind that the amount of time people spend on making these ridiculous videos and like I don't even know. Yeah, I, I mean, still don't get yeah, it. Yeah, we still don't know half of it, though. I still don't get it. Because there's a lot of weeks where they don't need us yeah. to vote on stuff. So, and it's like, just like, it tracks, or but I'm also yeah. still, my mind is blown by the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just the way that Chuck talks about I it. Know. it. I know. I, I can't believe it. I was like, it's in the name. It's right. It's right. in the name, idiot. Set- Go ahead, say it. I know what you're thinking. It's not called the Set It and Forget It League. Or, <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get to it when you get to it, League. It's, it's called the Berserker League. Are you a member of said Berserker League? No, 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 no. I'm not. All right, oh, then no, just you know, pipe down it, a little bit. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I did join it, I would go in knowing it's going to be a little crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you should do it. I'm yeah. telling you, those guys have so much fun. Yeah. I wish I had yeah. more time. I, I really mm-hmm. did because I would totally do it, but yeah. I just don't have the time. Because here's the other thing. Chuck here's kind of a semi-perfectionist, and mm-hmm. I'm not turning in any video unless it's perfect. So I would sit here and get no sleep and just keep recording and recording until it was perfect. And I just, mm-hmm. I, there's no time for that. So anyway. That's it. Are you ready for some fun, dumb questions? Let's do it. All right. What no. would you do if you were invisible for a day? Like other people have said, I just go into 
meetings and see what people really talk about. Mm-hmm. Fly on the wall. Yeah. Yep. Fly on the wall. Yeah. There's a meeting in a place called Davos or Davos where all the super rich meet and oh. have meetings. So it'd be interesting to go um, see what they really talk about behind closed doors. Sure. Yeah. What has been your favorite place to travel to? Probably Athens. Ooh. Athens, Greece. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I've been there. Yeah. I was lucky enough to yeah. go there. Yeah. It's, it was great. You know, as a kid, I would read a lot and I would read about Athens and Egypt. And mm-hmm. oh, you know what? I would actually probably Israel. Probably oh, Jerusalem. Yeah. It's yeah. probably the probably coolest place I've been. Yeah. I was a big time tourist <laughs> when I went to Israel. Yeah. I went to the wall. Yeah. I went yep. to the river. Yep. I went, you know, I just, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. the bottle of holy water. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that I probably spent like, yeah, ridiculous amounts of money on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes me laugh when I'm going through Times Square and I'm looking at these people I'm like, what are you doing, you idiots? And I'm like, oh, I was. Yeah. No, idiot. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, I know <laughs> what <laughs> like, come on you can't go to the river Jordan and not get a bottle of holy water you just can't do well, it yeah, you right. gotta, I mean you've got to do it yeah especially if so, it's the first uh, time and probably maybe my only time I'll ever get there so yeah, you know. yeah exactly yeah um what's the biggest accomplishment you are most proud of uh graduating from Berkeley uh-huh. without a doubt cool. it is like yeah it's what my mom had always wanted for me oh and I had in high school I graduated in the bottom 10% of the class. And so uh, for a long time, it looked like that that wasn't going to happen. So I went to community college, which is, you know, people make light of it, but it's really where I really like got my act together yeah. and then transferred to Berkeley. And it was great. Yeah, yeah. It was like, that's yeah. And ever since it's all been downhill since then, <laughs> except, for ma- except for marrying my wife and having my do- and our dog. Yeah. Uh, but now but you're on the Loyalist podcast. Yeah. So it's continued. And to now, go down, now, so. Well, you know what? <laughs> Right, every right. every 15 years or so, a new mountain is climbed. Yeah. Nice. Here nice. I am. Hey, slow and steady. <laughs> so, All right. Um, As a child, what did you wish to become when you grew up? A scientist. I didn't know what that really meant, but that's just what it was. Yeah. And you are. Yeah. Sure. In, I'm in the field. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the field. So. Yeah. Uh, if you could live in any TV home, what would it be? Have you ever seen the movie The Holiday? Oh, yeah. 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 With so Jack Kate Black. Winslet's character. Uh, yeah, Jack Black. Kate Winslet's character lives in like a cottage uh-huh. in England, mm-hmm. and my wife and I just really love that cottage. Yeah. It, it seems really cozy and it's really nice. Right. So you don't or want we'll the take, cast with you then? Uh, no. It's it's gonna be a little cramped in there. So yeah. Right. So you just <laughs> without, okay. We could do without Kate Winslet, who I would like to point out pretty much murdered Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> There was plenty of room All on right. that door. All right, now that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. Easy oh, killer. Um, I know you're a fan of Bill Simmons, right? Is yeah. that correct? Do you listen to the rewatchables? Of yeah. course, every time. Have you heard the Titanic episode? Oh, absolutely. It just yeah, the way it came out like three weeks ago, right, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, oh, I never yeah. referred it to as, as murder before, but uh, <laughs> after listening to it, I was like, yeah, she did murder him. Not only that, they didn't bring this up in the episode, but I've always noticed this. She tells Jack. I'll never let go, Jack. And then she pushes them pretty much down to the bottom. Right. Of the right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Jerk. <laughs> but the thing I never so understood did, about that. She did let go and push them. Yeah. Right. The thing yeah. I didn't understand. Why didn't he just try to find another piece of yeah. something door yeah. or something? Right. Anyway, yeah. it just made us. Yeah. Her heart will go on, just not his. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. All right, Rox, a few more and then we got to get out of here. All right. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you be? I would be Superman. So I could fly. Nice. And not have to worry about crashing. <laughs> That's right. So not the greatest American hero. No. Do you remember him? No, I don't even. No, I don't. Oh, oh, Google that. That was a great show in the 80s. Greatest American hero. It's it got, wasn't around. Uh, Roxy wasn't around. <laughs> but it's on like Netflix or one of those because I started watching some the first episode. And I'm like, how did I ever like this show? Because it's like just so weird and different. But yeah, he find, and he doesn't know how to use the suit. He got this suit and it makes him fly. But, he, you know, so of course he's like, Ah, all over the place. He can't. He has to learn how to use it and stuff. It's kind of, it's a cute show. Gotcha. All right. If you were going to host Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? Ladies and gentlemen, from the slums of Shaolin, the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, (laughs) nice. I love he prepped you. You prepared that one. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, obviously I prepared that one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not above to admit these things. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, Paul, listen, we can't thank you enough for coming on to meet the Littles. This has been a lot of fun, and he even had some questions for us, which was yeah, a little different. So fun. It was nice. Is there anything we can plug for you? Anything? How can we reach you? Are you on Twitter and all that stuff? 
I am, but there's no need to reach me on those things. But <laughs> He's if like, leave me alone. Has, <laughs> yeah, if anyone has any disposable cash and don't know what to do with it, you please donate it to a local animal shelter because they do a lot of great work and they're always in need. And I didn't talk much about our dog, but our lives revolve around our dog. And so she's a three-legged dog and she came from a no-kill shelter. So if mm-hmm. anybody has any cash, please donate it to a local shelter. Amazing. That's really nice. All right, yeah. we'll, we'll uh, put that in the show notes for you. Mm-hmm. All right, and as an homage, Paul, to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Got to be over. Got to be. <laughs> got to be. Now, do you Chuck Todd it? No, I'm not a psycho. Uh, someone said that. But I think so. Yeah. I love that that's like become a follow-up question. I know. Now. That was not in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if we'll ever get Chuck Todd on this program. Probably not, but you never know. Oh, that'd be a... I, look, I never thought we'd have Crystal Liz on the program. Right. I never thought we'd have any of these bigs on the right. you know podcast so you i didn't think know. we'd have anybody on the podcast right, there's so. that too we never thought we'd have paul alexander on the right podcast. So. <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> all oh, right paul hey, thanks I one more, I okay. have one more question in your cupboard cups up or cups down cups oh. down oh cups down. should we be adding that to wait, the list are you wait i well, don't know what are you cup up oh. open, the open side up yeah so full disclosure roxy has a lot of cups she brought a lot of cups to this apartment so if uh-huh. you put them up and you don't use them very often, they still get dusty. So this way, if you turn them upside down, well, they don't get dusty. But if there's cupboards like And then you don't have doors. to clean them before you use them. They're already clean. I've yeah. heard that argument before. Right? I guess. <laughs> but, but you could also look at it the other way. If those shelves are not clean when you're putting the lips of the glass that you're going to oh, put no, your lips on. Oh, no, they were on, clean. No, no. But if the, ca- <laughs> if the cupboard. No, you wipe it down and then you stuff the cupboard and then they're clean forever. <laughs> not for what I'm saying is eventually if you're telling me there's going to be dust and stuff oh that gets boy. it. No, see, oh I, boy. Paul, I might be with you on this. I, we are down and I don't care. Right. I, this is, I'm going to, this is the crystalliza. I don't care. Uh huh. As long as the cup's there when I go to reach for it. Right. You know, Cause right. he was like that with the toilet paper. He's like, you know, I don't really have an opinion, but yeah. I, it's usually oh, under over, but, um, that's a good I, question. We might have to add that to oh. the list. Yep. All right, Paul. Oh, what? Oh, one more observation. Uh-huh. Your time travel question. Yeah. Because before you guys would say where, right? Correct, right? And then someone said, "No, you should be saying when." Right, right. I think it works both ways. I think where so and too. When. So I've been She's asking been it where or where when. or when would you yeah. go? Because yeah. I also agree that I think where makes sense, but also when makes sense too. Yeah. So yeah, cover all I the bases. Where, I think it would be an and where and. Oh, because you could go back to the 1800s, but you want to go to 1800s, England, 1800s, right? U.S. Oh. So yeah. I think it both works. I don't think it matters, as right? Well, well also there was the story. Carmen San Diego game. Where in time is Carmen San Diego? Like where oh. in time, not when in time is when? Carmen San Diego? Oh, they both yeah, work. Some food for thought. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right, Paul. Well, thanks again for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. We really appreciate the time. Oh, no problem. Thank you, guys. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Here's Chuck and Roxy. I was walking down the road, minding my own business. I felt good, I had no problems or cares. When I'm grabbed roughly from behind Hustled down an alley A door opens and I'm thrown down the stairs They said you've been kidnapped by the Loyal Littles Podcast I'm Chuck, this is Roxy, now you know us Your job's to get our name on the Kornheiser Show will be upstairs, you'll stay here below us Get the Loyal Littles Podcast mentioned on the TK Show Until then you'll remain here below Get the Loyal Littles Podcast mentioned on the TK Show Until then you'll remain here below So I wrote a song and sent it into Nigel with this plea I know this ain't much, it ain't no Shakespearean sonnet But I'm down here in restraints, waiting in the dark Please play the song, my life depends upon it 
get the Loyal Littles podcast mentioned on the TK Show. Until then, you'll remain here below. And get the Loyal Littles podcast mentioned on the TK Show. Until then, you'll remain here below. And get the Loyal Littles podcast mentioned on the TK Show. Until then, you'll remain here below. Get the Loyal Littles Oh, Chessie. Hey, Chessie. Chessie, enough. Reginald, calm down. It's just me. It's just Chuck. Where's Dan? Dan. Dan, you can come out now. Dan, where are you? It's time for lunch. Dan. It's kind of hard to move with the way you got these ropes. (laughs) Oh, Um, boy. (laughs) You know, I have very little control over what Nigel plays and doesn't, so... I don't know how much food you got for me, but... <laughs> well, you know, I guess you're going to stay here until you get our name plugged on the TK show, apparently. Dan, welcome back to the podcast. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back. Oh, the pleasure is all ours. This is great. <clears throat> and thank you so much for doing that jingle. That was fantastic. Hey, you know, <laughs> thought it was worth a shot. Yeah. <laughs> It was fantastic. We really appreciate it. I mean, we knew. I didn't think that was too much Loyal Littles podcast, I think, for the big show. Oh, yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's almost like part of the shtick almost. Yeah. Right. Well, how have you been? Uh, First of all, our apologies. We we asked him, you know, we're going to get up in the morning. Can we do a recording? And he's like, well, I'm in mountain time. I forgot all about that. How's it going out there? Oh, it's going fine. I mean, you know, if you consider Wilbon is up at five to be on tk show right i figure this is the least i can do <laughs> well that's really nice well, that's of you. really nice of you because i'd be like no can you call me back in two hours right <laughs> so you're in new mexico still right that's right down in uh, the land of the red earth All right. nice well it's been about a year since yeah. we last talked to you this has been crazy but yet fun we had this new little segment we call five mediocre minutes mm-hmm. and it's just fun to reconnect with people we haven't talked to in a while now we missed each other you were in new york city and you were doing some shows here, right? Yeah, during the U.S. Open. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah, I was running out there every chance I could and then doing some shows in this uh, little art space in a hotel, like a tennis show right. of songs and pictures, and, you know. Yeah. So now the important question is, when are you getting back? I wish I knew that myself. Right. I don't know. I'm always looking for excuses to go to New York, so likely it won't be that long. Cool. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Cool. Well, so the one question we have to ask, I mean, I'm like, what have you been doing? You've been writing like songs like every other day for the TK show and they've been getting seems cool. like. Yeah. And I mean, I've actually stolen from these every time he has these sound clips of Dan Byrne is brilliant. Yeah. He's just, just brilliant. <laughs> yeah. You know? How does that? Oh, make send you feel? those to me. <laughs> send me the montage. <laughs> right. I mean, how does that make you feel? I mean, that must make you feel amazing, right? It's great. Mostly, it's just so fun to be able to, in some way, participate in that show. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, I listen to it anyway, and I listened to it for years before I thought to send anything in. So, and, you know, every, I keep telling myself, man, just, just slow your roll, you know? <laughs> and then I listen to the show. And like two songs will need to be written immediately. Right. Because <laughs> there's his new content every day. And you're just like, it's amazing how you there's turn them out. always so, something that, yeah. that starts bouncing in your mind. You know? Okay. Now, I'm guessing we went through this because, you know, I'm, we're both musicians here. So if you can even do this, I, I'm curious because I would love to just get into it a little bit. Dissect, like what, how does it come to you so quickly? What do you do first? Do you have a chord progression or something that you know you're going to use and then you just plug in the lyrics? How does it work? No, well, for one thing, it's like any muscles that you develop, Uh whether it be on a ball field or if you're a columnist, you know, you start to just develop those muscles and to see things certain ways and like quickly identify what a strong idea that you could just hang things on. Mm -hmm. And then because, in my case, I've developed these song muscles of marrying rhythm, rhyme, some sort of melody, and some ideas. And after you've done hundreds and thousands of them, once you have those things, they just start to to take shape pretty quick. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. It's a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. it's if you're like a 
crossword puzzle person or a Sudoku, however you say mm-hmm. that person, mm-hmm. or you do the jumble yeah. or even you do Wordle, you know, things like that. <laughs> I see them like these little puzzles. Yeah. Yeah, because it's one thing just to come up with the lyrics and then mm-hmm. put it to like the theme from Cheers. Right. You know, right. or something like that. But what you do is just so yeah. different. Yeah. And the other thing I think, which is really great and useful is that you kind of have, I won't say a deadline, but it's like for the way I'm doing these things, you don't want it to take too long. Right. You know, you want it to be quick. You want it to be timely. Some of these things, if they don't go that week, you know, some of them are, yeah, it's just like, let it go or they'll let it go. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And sure. it's like, you know, there's times when I've hope that certain things get through and they don't. And maybe some of it's just because of the volume, <laughs> which... <laughs> I certainly understand and sympathize with even. I saw you were maybe going to have Brandon Costello on. That's really exciting. Yeah, we're totally hoping to have him come on soon. That would be amazing because we had a couple requests for him. Occasionally, I'll put that out to Little's Land and yeah. I'll just say, hey, who do you want to meet next? Right. You know, kind right. of thing. Yeah. So we're hoping. Wouldn't uh, it be cool if there was a little festival with him and Hot Pink? Right. Norwegian kittens right. and Leslie Mendelson and Don Stewart and Bridget Kalen and the whole gang. Yep. So Lizzo would deliver the keynote address. <laughs> <laughs> now, our big question, any chance you're going to make it to Jingle Fest this year? When is the D.C. tennis tournament? I have no idea. That'd be cool if, if that would coincide. That right, would be right. Draw. Right. I think it's later though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because that's not even, that's more like Wimbledon time. Right, uh, right. Okay, gotcha. It's late. It's probably like early August, okay. I'm guessing. Right. Anyway, Jingle Fest is last weekend of June. Right. Yeah. And have you been? No. Never. No. Never. Never. And are you going? We're, We're going to try. Yes. I'm going to, should we say yes? I mean, I, I think I, I think I've worked it out with work. As long as nothing crazy goes yeah. wrong in my plan, we're definitely going to try to get down there for that this year. Um, and what happens? Are there three-legged races? What goes on there? <laughs> there should be. There if should there's be. Not. If there's not. But yeah, no, they do. It's like a whole weekend. You know, they'll do. They think I, they definitely usually do jingle golf. Jingle golf. There was talk of maybe um, doing a softball game or something yeah. like what that. What is jingle golf? Just, oh, just all a, the all the littles play golf. Yeah, they just do a round on of golf. Jingle like Fest the day weekend. Before. Yeah. yeah I'm sure people are riding in their carts singing all their jingles. Right. Too. Exactly. And, and then, there's probably and then, that. And too. then are the jingles performed? Yeah. Yeah. At the actual event. It's usually at a bar or yeah. you know, some kind of conference center. Yeah, they actually do performances. Jerry Negrelli sets the whole thing up and you know, of course, Joe Arrow, Steve Lipton, mm-hmm. and everyone. I mean Tony Beeson. Yeah. They just did a one in Nashville not too long ago that was supposed to be planned like during the pandemic. Pandemic, right. and so they had to reschedule it and tim wildsmith was there he mm-hmm. actually because he lives in nashville so yep. he came and performed some of his stuff which was nice and, uh, well that sounds pretty fun yeah yeah so check it out well uh, i'll make sure you get the details yeah you know i've been i was thinking of well the last time i was out when we did that dc show mm-hmm. i think i did like 10 or 12 of the Tony songs, just in a row. Oh, nice. <laughs> Excellent. And I suddenly thought, wow, this could be an opera. Right. <laughs> Tony Kornheiser show, the opera. Yeah, right. <laughs> but maybe I could uh, ex- work on that and uh, bring it to Jingle Fest. Oh, my yeah. God, that would be amazing. Then maybe so. Broadway. <laughs> then, then maybe Broadway, right. <laughs> and then just keep going, yeah. Right, right. Why stop there? At that point, we'll have T-shirts made with all our towns. Right. Yeah, cool. We'll do mm-hmm. London. <laughs> They won't get any of the references. None, none whatsoever. <laughs> well, Dan, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming back on the Loyal Little Podcast. We're going to have to do this again. Yeah. We're gonna have to do you have doing... one of those rapid fire question <laughs> things that Teliza got to do? I think I did one before, but yes. I, it, I don't think it was very good. What was the new one? We just got a new oh. one. Cups in your cupboard, up or down? Down. Down. Okay. <laughs> trying to think well, what else. okay, glassware down. Cups with handles up. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Very specific. Wow, I like that one. All right, let me ask you a few. Okay. Okay. Italian soda or dirty chai? I'm going to say Italian soda. I, I, I don't know what it is. I'm going to just roll the dice and Italian say in the it. other. What was the other? Dirty chai? I have no idea what dirty that is. Chai. What is that? All right. That's a chai mixed with uh, espresso. Oh. oh. Ooh. Um, Maze or Aaron? That, come on, that's not fair. Isn't it? 
I'm going to say Maze just because Major League is one of my favorite movies and Willie Maze Hayes was that character. <laughs> wow. So I'm going to go there. Well, like, come on. That was an impossible. Roxy, you got one? I guess Maze. <laughs> I don't know. I would have said Maze all through my youth and much of my adult life. But I think at this point, I've gone over to Aaron. Gotcha. Fair. I mean, the chase. Yeah. The Ruth chase and what he endured and oh. the numbers he ended up with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Dan. Well, thank you so much again. Like, all right, so plug all your stuff. We have to, now you do this. I mean, new... I got nothing to plug. What do you mean? Uh, you know. You got a website. I got nothing to well, sure. Yeah. Check out danburn.com. I do a show once in a while called Hunkered in the Bunker. Right. On uh, It's a Facebook live streaming thing, mm -hmm. but that's fun. Otherwise, who knows? All right, all right. Stop selling yourself short. All right. Now, you do this thing on the website. Is it on your website where people can hire you to, like, create any song, right? Oh, yeah. I got Song Store. Song Store. I didn't see it. Come on. Yeah. Song Store. Uh, you can order a customized song. You got a song and needs a bridge. Come on in. But mostly it's like, yeah, you customize songs right. for events or it's special It's not just things. for the Tony Kornheiser show. Yeah. It's for anything. So It's for anything. There you go. Nice. Do you know that there's? I have a co-write on uh, the end title song in in The Bubble, the new movie, Ap Judd Apatow movie. Oh. Uh, All right. So Bury the lead. There's a, there's a song that uh, Adam Levine is singing of Maroon 5 Whoa. At, over the titles of that at the end of that movie. All right, so, uh, Dan, this is what we call bearing the lead moment, okay? Yeah. So we have one of these now. This is perfect. So what's the name of the movie again? It's called The Bubble. It's this crazy movie about people making a movie in the bubble. Gotcha. And it's on Netflix. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's Judd Apatow made it. David Duchovny's in it. A bunch of people. And then one day I got a, a call from Judd, and I hadn't talked to him for a while. We'd made a couple things. I'd done a bunch of songs for Walk Hard and Get Him to the Greek a few years back. Oh, nice. And so, do you want to write a song for my new movie? I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, sure, why not? <laughs> and so, uh, it was, few people were in on it, but I got to write most of the lyrics, and it's called Wings of Stone. It's about the dinosaurs and how they're pissed and they're coming back. Oh, wow. Nice. Cool. All right, so little. got to wait through the movie. To hear the song because okay. it's the, over the credits. The credits. All cool. right. So, or just fast forward through the movie and go to mm. the credits. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on that. This is exciting. So, lots of stuff Thank to plug. You. Well, thanks again for coming on. We really appreciate the time. Oh, I love talking to you guys. All right. We'll talk soon for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Now we're going to close the door and lock it again and get back to work. <laughs> All right, Roxy, we are out of time. But thank you, Dan Byrne, for coming on for five mediocre minutes. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget, if you listen to the podcast on Apple or iTunes, don't forget to give us a nice rate and review over there. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Paul Alexander, for coming on to Meet the Littles. And thank you, Mary Faye Randolph, Lee Gordon, and Sean Morrissey for our bumpers this episode. And Roxy, don't forget, if you happen to be shopping for, you know, some fog-free eyewear. At fogfreeeyewear.com. Or if you need a grip for, like, your bat, cross stick, more importantly, golf clubs. Anything. Anything. Stickgrip.com. And don't forget to... Use the code. LLPOD. That's the code, Littles. Don't forget it. LLPOD. Bye. Dan Byrne is brilliant.
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, okay. That works. Oh, yeah.